Hey everybody, this is Aaron. Just so you know, this one is quite late, and I am really sorry for that, uh, but you'll see I have quite a bit going on, and um, lots more to come. So I'm going to try to do a better job of staying on top of this. Uh, just so you know, this is also a little bit iffy. Had some technical issues on this one, uh, but also, uh, the, so, so the sound quality is also not really there. So um, we'll do better next time, but for this time, I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the E6S Podcast with Jacob and Aaron, your weekly dose of tips and tricks to achieve excellent performance in your business and career. Join us as we explore deeper into the practical world of Lean Six Sigma project management and design thinking. In this episode number 191, Happy New Year, finally, and Happy Anniversary. Yes, we are four years away from day one. Jacob and I do a reflection on 2017 and look forward to 2018. If you're just tuning in for the first time, find all our back episodes on our podcast, Table of Contents, at esuccess-methods.com. If you like this episode, be sure to click the like link in the show notes. It's easy. Just tap our logo, click, and you're done. Tap, click, done. Hey, Jacob, how are you? I'm good, Aaron. How are you doing? Jacob, I'm doing fantastic. Happy 2018 to you. Thanks, you too. Thank you, and happy four-year anniversary. Wow. Yes. Can't believe it's been that long. I know. It seems like just yesterday we were talking about Lean Six Sigma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, uh, it, it did go by pretty quickly, but uh, um, yet here we are. Mm-hmm. So thought we'd just do our traditional thing and reflect on 2017, and um, what are we looking forward to in 2018? All right. All right, so personal or professional for you, Mr. Curian, what went well this year, last year? Uh, what went well? Pretty much I was able to take my six-week sabbatical which was definitely a highlight and a big benefit from the organization they had. So that was pretty good. Um, that allowed me to spend time with my family, which I usually don't get much because most of them are not in the country. So that was good. I would say that was probably my personal highlight from last year. Professional highlight? You know, I don't think I learned anything specifically new last year. But I think from a career growth perspective, I feel like I was able to prove some of the things I've been learning at work. I don't know if I had anything like highlight-worthy that I would share. So, like, um, so prove you mean on on the agile? Yes, you know, front? on the agile front, you know, I feel like people are recognizing me more than I'm no longer just talking and I'm actually meaning something <laughs> versus mm-hmm. initially it was more. You're just saying words. I don't understand this. So, <laughs> uh, I think I've made that graduation. Or at is least it, people are more, maybe it's people are more buying into it or bought into it last year than they were previously. Okay. So, but it's, um, but that comes through practice, right? And rather than, you know, before it was just academic, it's a little bit more maturity on the, uh, the, lear- the learning, learning curve. curve. Exactly. Yes. Cool. What about not so well? Anything? But, you know, nothing really jumps out. Yeah. Personal for sure. I don't think I've been doing good with my working out regiment. I was going Exercise. down a good, yeah. I was doing going down a good path and then I think midway once I did my sabbatical everything just fell apart. So for me the my highlight was also a trip went to uh Four Work Sydney Australia and I thought it was just a fantastic city and uh um I'd love to live there but it's way expensive, way expensive and I I don't think they pay 
the the pay is not relative to the cost. So I'm thinking, hey, let me get a job down there, and I'll live in the city. Can't do it. You know, <laughs> it's just that's what I've heard in possible. general. I don't know how people survive there or what they do different. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't either. And it's uh, it's actually, you know, well known in in the culture there. It's like it's a big deal if you happen to be able to afford a place in the city. Um, but uh, it's it's hustling and bustling. So they they must fi- people must figure out a way. Hmm. Yeah. I started my MBA. I never thought I would. So uh, I started the online MBA with Jack Welch Management Institute. Fancy. I got my gallbladder removed. Whoa. And that might be considered a bad thing, except for the fact that I had been dealing with issues with it for like six years, and getting it removed just took a whole relief, of, gave me a large relief, because now I could eat without sometimes feeling like I was being impaled with a spear uh, after eating a, <laughs> a decadent meal. Nice. So I'm working to sell my house, buying a new house. I ran a half marathon. I started losing weight too. I kind of put it back on these holidays, but you know I'm going to try to get back into it. And the coup de gras, it'll be days or weeks away. I'm going to be a grandfather. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you can tell I'm really excited. Uh, 40, I'll be 40-year-old grandfather. So, you know, it took a little getting used to, but uh, we are looking forward to it now. Sounds like fun. <laughs> um, so, not so well. Um, basically, just too much drama in my personal life. I don't know if I captured it all there, but, you know, work, selling the house, buying a house, being in a different state from where I work and stuff like that. That's, that's just a little bit much. Um, and I think a lot of that is actually reflected in how this year's or last year's episode plans had gone with, uh, well, we'll get into it. So uh, e-success methods related uh, as far as as far as what went well, we did get invited to be part of a, a digital network called Ascenda Reliability, and they do a lot of uh, reliability-related podcasts. And we uh, had Fred Schenkelberg on, and he said, hey, you know, I'd like to include you in our catalog. And I said, hey, great. I'm just waiting for, you know, some technical things to be worked out there, but uh, we may be featured on a new website once that's all completed, so that's good. Nice. Um, I got a little deal, maybe uh, the first paying gig as a result of our efforts here. All your hard work, basically. All, all, <laughs> yeah, but actually, I, I, I would like to credit the... Uh, I'd like to credit this, but really the credit goes to... I knew a guy, we used to work with him, and he said, hey, I know a guy who can give di- design of experiments training it's pretty good maybe you should consider them so that's how it happened it had nothing to do with any of this but you know i'm gonna pretend like this helped like having a having a podcast and a online following help i'm gonna pretend next sure why not i'll give it i'll give it credit for the next company that wants to do that say oh i heard this guy on on a podcast he gives really good design of experiments training we should hire him hint hint excellent (laughs) um we hit over 3,000 subscribers, and that's wow. a pretty good one. Yeah, I'm, I was pretty impressed by that. And at the uh, October time frame, it just like it really spiked because we were really hovering about 2,000 mm. weekly subscribers. Um, then it spiked. Um, so any particular region or in general overall? Well, it's 60% U.S. and okay. then it's for the rest of the country or rest of, rest of the world. It's like. Almost flat, but uh, U.S., China, uh, Russia uh, seem to be some of the major ones, but it's really primarily just the U.S. Got it. 
um, went not so well for eSuccess related. Well, a lot of the episode that I planned to do as during our last anniversary episode, 2017, for episodes we just didn't do. <laughs> so, I was going to say, are still in plan for 2018. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I should make such promises anymore, but I had thought about talk covering, because we, remember we talked about there's an ISO standard for Lean Six Sigma, um, uh, and we're like, what the heck? What is this? So yeah. we were going to try to get into that. I never got a hold of a copy. I had a friend who said he was going to get me a hold of a copy. Basically, I, I don't want to pay 100 bucks for this thing. Um, but if I can, uh, if I can get a hold of it just to read it and do some sort of analysis, I'll do that. Um, but uh, I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. spend a hundred bucks just for a, an episode that a few people will listen to. Yep. Um, topics on systems thinking. You know, I have friends with some experts on the subject, and you know, it's kind of a broad subject. But um, Monte Carlo simulations, and uh, more so, and then uh, some of the other tools which I've definitely just gotten away from. This year or last year, I keep saying this year, but you know, SPC. I've been putting off SPC for a long time and just getting distracted with whatever other episode I want to put in, or with real life and just giving a whole lot of reruns. And I guess we'll talk a little bit about that. All right. Um. So yeah, really, where was I? Oh, each week, come along. You went on your sabbatical. We did a lot of articles, right? Which sort of, in my opinion. It made things easy. Didn't have to do a lot of prep work. But for me, um, you know, I, I'd be honest, right? That was actually fun for me. Yeah. I, it is, you know. I, I mean, it, I guess it's always easy to critique somebody else's work. So that um, I, I, I don't know if that was the the fun part in it, but I definitely had some. One maybe, like you said, it didn't need as much preparation, but I don't think that was the fun part. It was just you know you could always challenge how different people think or how different people present the information, and I just found that challenging or interesting i should say yeah no i i i appreciate those kinds of debates and being able to to do that um it is a little divergent from what was the initial vision of sure. this right i mean we want this to be learning for the practitioner um and uh and snarky and debating is also a basis of that um so i don't want to forget that and I, i'm going to I'm gonna let the audience decide. You know, is that stuff better, or or do you want to learn more about the tools? Would you rather me do statistical process control and a couple articles here and there, mm-hmm. um, or you know, what's the right mix? I'm still not sure what that is based off of feedback so far. Hmm. So I'd love more feedback from the audience. Excellent. So and that, the way I said that feels like cheating. It's because exactly right. I didn't have to. I didn't have to prepare anything. It's yep. just like, oh, here's an article. Let's talk about it. You know, yes. it's uh, it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I actually feel really bad about this, but there was two weeks where I actually released nothing. Hmm. Like two weeks, not too long ago. Just I keep think it was. Nothing. Yeah, I did. Um, and and so a couple things happened. I I was releasing on Sundays and trying to release at six a.m. every Sunday, and then I was like, okay. Well, this means I keep having to edit on the weekends, and I really want to just keep my time with my family on the weekends because the whole work dynamic and living situation um, outside of the state, uh, the hotels, and now I'm rooming with a friend of mine, so it's hard to actually – I don't have as much just individual time to do the editing and planning anymore. So so I moved it to Wednesdays, and then, then that became difficult. And I just didn't do it. I didn't even release a rerun. Mm. Um, Just kind of like forgot. So um, I'm aware of that. I 
don't even know if the listener is aware of it. It was a big deal to me, <laughs> you know, to go almost four full years of never missing a week. And then, uh, you know, in the last, in the last minute missing a couple, but you know, I got to say, I already forgive myself. So it's not that bad. Excellent. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's where we are as far as e6s the highs and the lows uh there's still you know we still got plenty of things in the queue that never got to but um you know it takes time so want to keep pressing forward nice all right so let's look back favorites for the year what do you think jacob you got any favorites for the year favorite episodes uh you know i one of the things that i found interesting is the job posting one which we did where we were critiquing some of the job postings that exist and we were looking at it and seeing you know what are some of the people looking for? What are some of the requirements? Does it is it even realistic or fair to expect somebody to have this level of experience for what they're looking for? I thought that that was more for me, you know. Even though it was one of those critique ones, I enjoyed that a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Do you have anything that? Yeah, no, I, I like that one. I mean, I I guess we can call that one critique, but that was not, you know, that wasn't a, an article per se. True, that true, was. True. Was, you know, it was critiquing think, real positions. <laughs> yeah, I think those are valid critiques. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you want to go next, or you want to just meet yeah, sure. it off all? So I've got, uh, the, I guess, my number one, and uh, I got to say, this one is my favorite, and I know it's not yours, uh, and 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 it wasn't the fan favorite either. <laughs> so, so I'm a little divergent on this, but this was a project schedule planning episode 158, which. Um, was task duration estimation where I brought in Monte Carlo and we did uh, sort of an analysis, different analysis on project planning that uh, took standard deviation variation into account mm-hmm. so that we could better account for whether or not we're going to be on time. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, it was really enlightening because it showed me that pretty much all of the standard ways that we do for project planning will result automatically and being late uh so um i enjoyed that one uh, and, but i think a lot of that was the what i learned in preparing for yeah. the uh, episode yeah i mean uh, you know from that episode what i you know what i enjoyed the most was again um coming back to you know i was i was definitely in the agile kick at that point where it made me kind of say that any planning more than a quarter out is basically unnecessary planning <laughs> because at that point, all you have is a roadmap on what is your next big priority. Um, now, it's different depending on which industry you are. So I think that's something I have to be more conscious about. If you are in some sort of construction or any of those areas, you have to plan that out with respect to equipment, machinery, supply chain, all those activities. So you need that level. And again, um, the more closer you are, the more better you are. And being aware of how off or how much variation should you expect? I think that is critical. Uh, but otherwise, I think for most of, uh, let's call it demic project planning or uh, even a regular continuous improvement project planning activities, I I feel that might be an overkill. That's just my take. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Yep. Yeah, because you really can't. Yeah. Unless you've got, unless you have such a large... I mean, you you got to plan on variation, but you you can't plan it with any sort of precision. You, you just you just know, okay, we hope to hit this date. Well, let's give some buffer yeah. <laughs> based off of our track record. Yeah. You are listening to E6S Methods podcast, brought to you by E6S Industries. Join us on our website at www.e6s-methods.com. 
journey through success. Are you applying for professional certification in your field? You'll be happy to learn that all this time you've been streaming Jacob and me into your ears. You've also been earning continuing education units, or CEUs, which can be applied toward most professional certifications. You can do your research, all the math, and figure out which episodes are applicable for which discipline, or you can save yourself the time and hassle and just order a CEU report from us. All you need to do is provide us with which episodes you've listened to, and we'll provide you with a portfolio including details about each episode and a certificate of recognition with a CEU breakdown by competency, including leadership, tactics and tools, strategy deployment, and principles and philosophies. So if you have certification on the mind, start here and save some time. Just go to e6s-methods.com slash CEU to order yours. Um, yeah, what do you get next? Yeah, maybe I'm biased here, but probably I liked a little bit of the user stories uh, episode that we had, which is more calling about, you know, what are the requirements? How do you gather that? You know, I mean, I, I equate it to being the voice of the customer episode where you have to understand what you're doing, why you're doing, and what's the framework in being explaining that to the others so everybody gets it pretty simply. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was one. I mean, it's probably because I'm working in that space more, and I'm probably biased because of that, but I thought that was something that I enjoyed. Yeah, and I like I like um, bringing in the agile topics too because um, that's one where I'm, I'm an enthusiast, um, but not a practitioner yet. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I like to have a mix of, of the old and I, I, I just, I don't want to, I shouldn't call it old because the PMP stuff, it's still relevant. It's still there. And there's a lot of people who go after it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the, but it concentrates so much on the waterfall. I think it's overdone. Yeah. Um, and we've gotten too far, too far down that methodology, especially with, with it related projects, you know, where we're, just there's just too many unknowns and you can't possibly um we've actually created a industry is full of people who can't do work without a long list of requirements and i, I think that's a problem yep all right my next favorite was uh 171 and 172 the disc over demaic series going through the different parts of quote spirit animals that you might need to evoke uh, or invoke um throughout the phases of demaic couple of episodes on that, right? Yeah, two episodes. That's always interesting for me, right? Because it's it's understanding the personalities on the team to be successful in what you're doing. So You got another one? I'm, I mean, I'm thinking about it, right? And I think the one that uh, probably interested me was the soft cost one. And I don't, I'm, I'm torn between the the soft cost one and the know-nothing black belt one. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So I also enjoyed putting together the uh, sort of the, the hiring or the applicant journey, mm-hmm. right, in the uh, tally no, yeah, yeah, yeah. where I just, I had, uh, I had a, quote, friend do a bunch of job report, uh, job opportunities, and during that experience, I said, you know what, I, I should see what the journey map looks like for these, and, you know, do, do, do these companies realize, you know, what they're turning away? The top talent who are not desperate are not going to continue on this journey, and I know you and I uh, at times have been in the middle of a job application and said, hmm, maybe I don't want this job so much. <laughs> I've done that recently a couple of times now. <laughs> Where they want to know everything about, and, and they make me manually do everything. Was, I'm like, okay, if this is how you operate, I don't think I'm meant for you. <laughs> Why did you make me link to my LinkedIn page if you're not going to take all the information that's there? Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So audience favorites. So I can do a little bit of uh, data mining. I do have some uh, some links that 
some audience members have clicked on to tell me whether they, they liked or disliked an episode. Um, I actually didn't include this in your in your sh- version of the show notes. I updated it later, I think. So um, the top favorites favorites based off of likes uh, were a rebroadcast of Fifty Shades of Black, which is basically the commoditization of Six Sigma. Hmm. That was from season one. Okay. Um, that had six likes. Yep, yep, yep. Four likes for I Quit, hmm. Kiss My ASQ Goodbye. Okay. Uh, really like the idea of me not doing this anymore, apparently. <laughs> Two likes for um, Completely Intentional Mistake Proofing, 144. That was last season. Okay. Two, two likes for a, a story about Yelena, um, which was last year's holiday special. Yep. And then two likes for Lean Six Sigma Salary Trends, hmm. uh, which is one I had done Yourself. on my own. I yeah, think you're on sabbatical still. Possibly. Yeah. So dislikes. Got two dislikes. Whoa. For project schedule planning <laughs> near perfection. <laughs> the one that I most Loved liked it. creating. Uh-huh. So, so I got two dislikes. I really, if anybody's listening and says... Uh, they can either message me and say, hey, Aaron, that guy, that whoever disliked that doesn't know what they're talking about. Uh, that was awesome. Or you can say, hey. I agree. <laughs> I agree, and I disliked it because such, such, and such. Um, that would be useful to me. Um, <laughs> if I know why you disliked it, uh, that would help me avoid that kind of thing in the future. And then this other one, we got uh, this sweet, the smart tips for successful black belts. We got one like, one dislike. I don't know who to believe. Got it. In iTunes right now, Disco Over Demaic, Part 1 and 2, are leading as most popular. And then there's the soft cost for in-house rework, which is the one you mentioned, is also in iTunes right now. Okay. Leading for most popular. And they pretty much are beating everything else uh, as far as what's in iTunes right now. So how long is the history for that? Is it like over the last six months or the last three months? Or what are they, what are they looking at? Yeah, so I got 80 episodes in there, okay. and I dis- I discount all the more recent ones, like the the ones done in the last two months, because those automatically have more plays. Sure. Um, so if I go back beyond that, these ones have more plays than any of the others. Got it. Okay. Um, top website hits, Lean Six Sigma Salary Trends, Know Nothing Black Belt, um, Disc Over Demaic, and Project Schedule Planning Gantt Charting, which we didn't mention yet. So... That's top hits for this year. Top hits of all time, Fifty Shades of Black, this uh, all about commoditization. Yep. And this one is a bit of a surprise, but I get, I really do get a lot of hits on this one. And this is uh, getting back to project management, and that's episode 98 for the network diagram. Hmm. Uh, so I'm guessing there's a, quite a lot of people out there who are studying for the PMP, and they're trying to figure out how to do a network diagram, because it can be a little bit daunting. Daunting, yeah. Um, so I'm just guessing that they're using this as a hoping, and I'm hoping it's helpful. If you are listening to this and you've taken a look at that one, let me know why. Let me know why, uh, or if you've shared this one with anybody, let me know why. Capability Indices, Episode 68, uh, In the Eye of the Cash Holder, Part 3, uh, Salary Trends, and another one of my favorites, Episode 124, FMEA, hmm. Part 3 for Scoring. Wow. Now, I got a little bit fancy, so those were of all time, but all time can be misleading because all time, you know, some of them have more opportunity. So if I adjust for the age, then the top ones are 50 Shades of Black, 
salary trends, are you climbing up, network diagram, value stream mapping, part three, and one of my favorites again, Kiss for PowerPoint. Mm, I remember that one. Episode 29. So we really are digging, you know. First year, <laughs> three years back. <laughs> it seems clear that they liked what we were doing before. Looks like it. Or <laughs> so. I don't see anything from year. I guess there's something to represent every year in there. But but think about but, uh, but think about it. Yes. Most of the things, if you look at it, are all either like a define or you know it's early stages of a project, which is where most people typically spend their effort and time planning for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm sure if we start doing SPC and others, we might get equal number of hits. But if you look at how we flo- you know, flowed our episodes in the beginning. It was definitely defined. We went through measure and right. then we started analyze. We did some portions of it and that's where we are. If you think of general flow and then we've added a lot of things in between. Mm-hmm. So I- I'm not surprised. Yeah, I guess I'm not surprised. I'm because I'm just looking at, uh, so if I look at these, these top ones, I've got some from year one. I've got some from year two. That's it. <laughs> I don't think I got anything from year three. Maybe, the only maybe one network from, diagram. Yeah, that should be year. Maybe that's year three. That could be. Early. No, that should be year two. Be, it's on the cusp. Could be early year three. You know, if anything. Yeah, it depends on how many yeah. reruns I did that year. But not much from year four, except for salary trends. That's all right. I already know this year was a bit of a bust, but uh, we already talked about that. I forgive myself. All right, so looking forward. Um, you know, some of those episodes that we didn't do in 2017, I said want to try to, so we'll give some of those a shot. Um, but I do have some leads on some other guests, at least. Um, I've been in touch with the owners of Six Sigma Winery, and we actually have a plan put together. I just haven't really spoken with them. Hmm. So this is a um, former GE executive who went out to Napa Valley, started up a winery, and uses Six Sigma as part of how he runs it so much that he named it Six Sigma Ranch, which is pretty cool. Nice. Um, so we try uh, got a pretty good plan for that. Um, I want to get to hiring a black belt, but in, but turning the tides back on some uh, black belt resumes. And so I'm going to get a hold of some resumes and uh, we'll do a critique of those. We'll sort of switch it around, pretend we're the hiring manager this time, and uh, see how that one goes. All right. Then I'm going to invite some guests on for. Um, some past guests, one in healthcare for uh, hospital readmissions, then one in design thinking. I got a friend who works with Disney as a project manager. I'm going to try to get him in. Um, and I also got a friend who is on the pit crew for NASCAR. So I'd like to get him in uh, and do some comparison with a uh, rapid changeover uh, in SMED because I think there's a lot of parallels there. And if he could share some NASCAR stories at the same time, that I think would be a win. Totally. And, um, you know, it's another year, so there's a, the ASQ salary survey just came out again, and uh, there's some interesting changes in, in the trend there. So um, do an update on that once all the other uh, economic trends come in so that I can uh, do a little normalization based off a of cost of living. But, um, you know, long story short, either it looks like in ASQ the, um, the respondents last year – Black belts and master black belts make a lot more money than the respondents any other year before. So it's uh, it's really put a strange dent in, in the trend. It almost looks like an outlier. So hmm. I'd be curious as to uh, what happened there. I don't think I'll ever get 
to the bottom of it, but uh, it sticks out as an anomaly for sure. Um, and then I just got one listener request, and Jacob, maybe you can help with this request. So I had a an episode 188, a episode that I had been holding on to for a long time. It was with a large automotive company. I was speaking with a vice president of IT who went through a large transformation. And when I finished the episode, they basically couldn't get permission from their marketing people to air it. And I held on to it for a long time. I said, finally, because <laughs> I did a piss poor job of planning. I'm like, well, I've been sitting on this one, so what am I going to do? So I released it. I uh, disguised the voice. I took out, I redacted all the identifying information. And uh, I said, hey, I hope you guys like this. Let me know. So one guy did like it. Eric Gash liked it. He said, uh, I enjoyed the, quote, real world lessons related to this podcast or in this podcast. I have passed this on to colleagues in our company's IT department. I would like to hear more episodes like this. And Eric, I would love to give you more episodes like this, except I don't have any. <laughs> so, so I would love to reach out to any listeners who are doing any IT-related projects. And I know, Jacob, you're doing some. If we got any more IT transformation, IT kind of projects, we've got to try to uh, live up to Eric's hope here. All right. Uh, I don't know if any, I specific any IT transformation. Um, we are doing some, I would say, typical lean projects on how to make sure our, you know, we call it maintenance day changes to our infrastructure and other activities and how do we get better at that. But mm -hmm. I, that's more on a continuous improvement idea. I don't call that necessarily a transformation. Um, right. You know, I'd be happy to maybe share some of it. I don't know how much of it would be. <laughs> Things I shouldn't share on how, much, no, yeah, on, on, on how much issues we have internally, maybe. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. I'll I'll disguise your voice. <laughs> uh, no, um, I've got some IT related, but mostly they're just like, oh, how do we answer trouble tickets faster? Yeah, or how yeah. do we reduce? Yeah, you know, and, time. and those are small things. Um, but I, you know, on a couple of them, I have some an interesting application of tools which helped which helped uh, identify some of these things, but. Um, Nothing that I would say would be earth-shattering. So I really would invite anybody to come on and share some of their stories um, about IT, really the application of, of any of these things to IT or any transformation efforts. Please give me a call. or um, No, don't give me a call. I won't answer my phone, but send me an email. Yeah. <laughs> I'll answer that. Perfect. All right. Hey, Jacob, any uh, final thoughts and words of wisdom looking forward to 2018? Totally. I mean, I you know, it was a good year, 2017. Probably wasn't the best, but, you know, you learn and you keep moving forward, right? That's that's the plan. Yeah, you know, I, doing the best I can. You know, I almost quit. All right. <laughs> uh, you know, I almost quit a couple times and um, trying to find the, the new motivation. I just got too many things going on, too many things that I'm juggling. I mean, so, um, so that's it. We're going to keep trying to push forward. I think um, pretty soon I'm going to I'm gonna I got some guests to contact, stick my nose to the grindstone on getting some SPC episodes out there and uh, ready and um, we'll try to stockpile. I mean, we won't have much excuses anymore. I mean, you're not going away for six weeks and hopefully I'll have a lot more free time on my hands. I don't know. We'll see. You'll find out. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, Jacob. Right, thanks, Ed, and happy new year, everybody, again. Yep, and thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for listening to episode 191 of the E6S Methods podcast. Don't forget to click like or dislike for this episode in the show notes. Tap click done. If you have a question, comment, or advice, leave a note in the comment section or contact us directly. 
feel free to email me, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at esuccess-methods.com or on our website. We reply to all messages. If you heard something you like, then share us with a friend or leave a review. Didn't like what you heard? Join our LinkedIn group and tell us why. Don't forget, you can find notes and graphics for all shows and more at www.e6s-methods.com. Journey through success. If you're not climbing up, you're falling down. Hey everybody, just a quick update. Uh, yes, I am a grandfather now. I'm not quite into my new home yet, but uh, soon. <laughs>